Welcome to Free and Figuring It Out, the podcast all about being authentically single in your 30s, hosted by Sherelle Griffith and Verity Brown. Hello and welcome back. I hope you are having a lovely day wherever you are today. And we, I hope it's really sunny wherever you are today because we are going to talk about are you beach body ready? Yep, it is July somewhere. Someone's got sunshine. I'm hoping we do. But <laughs> the point is a few years ago, um, we, there was a campaign that was all about are you beach body ready and by Protein World. And it had all these super bright yellow and black um advertising campaign that was quite controversial and I remember at the time it made a lot of people think like is it appropriate was it right um I definitely remember tweeting about it because I thought it was a great marketing campaign regardless because it got people talking but summer is definitely something I feel as a British person who spends about 50 weeks of the year wrapped up in their body (laughs) that when we have one or two weeks of sunshine you have to get it out it can be a bit like oh my gosh so as two fabulous women, we thought, talking to lots of other women, we would discuss, are you beach ready, ready? How do you feel about summer and your body? And just have a bit of a chat and get a conversation going. Oh, I love that we're fabulous women. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, mm, I, love, I love this stuff. I think it's an interesting one. I think, I think every woman can relate to this, no matter what size you are. Or, you know, we, we all have kind of, complications with our bodies don't we um I I remember that um advertising campaign as well and I get it from a marketing side you think kind of like how intelligent did they know it was going to be so controversial because and it you know the whole good PR all PRs good PR sort of thing they must have known I mean and I think also, because I remember it being like in London, it was the massive posters behind, yeah. like when you're at a train. So when you wait for a train, you can look across. So this wasn't just like, you know, like in an advert, in a newspaper or in a magazine or something. They were like absolutely massive. And there was a woman in between it that was like in a quite scantily clad bikini, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah. So I think just to, to confirm why it was such um, a thing, it wasn't just the fact that it said, Are you beach body ready? And there was a, like a beautiful, slim, um stereotypically slim and beautiful woman um who you would see on a beach in terms of um like a magazine profile way but it's the fact that it had it was advertising their weight loss collection oh yeah so i think this is where it caused the controversy because it was basically saying have you lost enough weight to be beach body ready and if you haven't we have the solution. <laughs> so I think that's, that's, that's where it came in. And it, it, was, it was good. And I always think there's benefits to these things. And it started a conversation. Um, it's really interesting. I used to have a really, I, I, well, I grew up being quite chubby. And uh, as my mum would call it, puppy fat and all big boned <laughs> to try and make me feel better. Um, and then I ended up losing loads of weight when I was around maybe like 16 and just, I think it was part of becoming a woman and um, I was more conscious of what I was eating and um, I slimmed down. And I remember going to my school ball and I was like, I think I bought a dress that was a size eight. And I will be really honest with you, I've never actually felt a size eight in myself. Okay. And so, I think the reason I'm saying this is because I think there's a lot to do with youth and experience 
and you know when you see like those older women in the gym who are like shaking it all up like they're naked <laughs> you know everything's going south and they just don't care they're like loving mm-hmm. their body and I used to be like how the hell do you have the nerve to do that like because I'd be the one that'd be sneaking in the changing room like didn't want anyone to see and stuff and it again it's I'll be honest, it's only since I've become single and just other priorities have happened in life that I've become a bit more confident with my body. So like, like I've come to India and like I didn't wax or anything before I came to India, which normally I would have done. I would have been like, I'm going to a hot country. I need to wax <laughs> and I need to continue waxing. Waxing for me is really stressful because I'm very pale and have very dark hair. So if I need to grow hair for eight weeks, it's That's like, long time. you know, I end up being like a gorilla before. And to me, it's just not worth it. Like, I'd rather just, like, shave. Um, but, yeah, it was, I've really changed in my approach to what, how I feel. And I think this is the thing, how I feel confident. So, yeah. five years ago, I wouldn't have gone on a beach without fully shaving every part of me, having painted toenails, um, having like the latest swimming costume etc I don't do bikinis I never have that's my issues with my own body like I, I'm not body confident enough to do that but I wear swimming costume um and now like if I like haven't shaved three days and my toenails are bare and I'm in a costume that maybe is from last year or stuff it doesn't bother me and I think that's the biggest thing for me mm. I like I the fact that you're that you've got a list of things that make you beach body ready like yeah. you're like and it's a costume and it's it's like it's not even because I think obviously that came was like very much about it very much felt about your body and like obviously she was wearing a bikini and I think but I I think there's a conversation which for many women it is so many more things that are involved and yeah. actually yesterday I was in the office and this woman got this thing called footner and you put it's like like you put them on your feet it's like sort of like slippers socks sort of thing you put them in for an hour and then over the next 10 days all the skin off the uh, bottom, like, uh, it was like and like she showed me pictures that and I'm is like, minging. it's minging but it was funny because this other woman in the office was like oh yeah I did it a few years ago before I went on holiday and I was um, like clearly that's part of her like getting beach body ready and I always have a bit of a, a bit of a running joke which is so in April I go normally for the last five years I've gone to like the Olivier Awards which is like big red carpet event for theatre in Britain so it's like the equivalent of the Oscars but for British theatre mm. and it's because it's April it's probably the first time I've really like got myself done up since Christmas <laughs> like, so it is because I don't really have that much going on in January February March and I always say it's like a massive stress because it's exactly what you're saying you're like are my toenails done are my fingernails done I'm like are my eyebrows done like I normally get my make sure my hair's in a good condition yes I'm trying to fit in a dress it's probably too small as well but it, there are so many parts to like getting myself red red carpet ready which is very similar to getting beach body ready and I as a as a like child never really went on any family holidays and the first time I think I went abroad like just on a pure holiday I think I was like 17 it was like with a friend yeah um so I really don't have like the whole beach body, like getting in a bikini, I found quite a stressful thing because it wasn't really, I think when you're going through that awkward teenage stage where you like are dealing with your body, I think if I'd been forced to wear one, then maybe I got used to it, but cause I just didn't. And I remember 
when I was in my earliest 20s, I went to Miami on a holiday, on a girl's holiday. And it probably was the first, like, not just me and one friend going on holiday somewhere in Spain where I wasn't really that bothered. I was like, oh my God, everyone's going to be like really fit. Like we were staying at like this ridiculously expensive hotel where like just crazy people were going to be there. And I remember thinking, oh, you need to look really good. And mm-hmm. I'm definitely someone that I'd admit, like I go for a proper, like it's winter, I hibernate, I don't do any exercise and then it'll get to March. <laughs> and I'm like, I need to stop eating and run every day to try and lose this weight. <laughs> and I remember like really, really like, I would I would eat this like broccoli water that was, I used to call it like pond weed, but like that was all I'd have for lunch. And I'd have like, like so much of it. And I'd be like, I just need to lose this weight. And I'd be like going, I'd be like running all the time, I'm trying really hard. And I think all of that for one week. Like I don't we were there for like six days. And I'm like, is it really a healthy like attitude? And I think it's funny you said that you're like since you've become single, you've probably become more body confident. Whereas I think I find it more and more stressful now because no one ever sees my body. <laughs> so I'm like, I before at least I would feel like someone would see it so I'd probably keep it in semi-decent shape <laughs> whereas now I'm like like I think this year when I went to that Hindu we were going to a spa and I was literally like no one has seen me semi-naked for like at least a year I was like I just I can't cope with having to get back in a bikini now I'm like this is super stressful I th- yeah no I I get that I mean what what you said about losing weight did it work and did you find that that was always a pressure for you when you were younger and is it a pressure now to lose the weight because the the weight thing was never like the beach body thing for me it was more like the maintenance yeah no I feel I feel the weight so I definitely was for me I'm like really honest my my stomach is like the bit I like most of my body my stomach is just not one of those parts of my body I I like yeah Yeah. and I feel like I feel like I look fairly fit if you put me in a nice dress but as soon as you've got to wear a bikini and that stomach's out, I just don't really like it. So I, what? I'm being honest. No, no, I'm just, I'm laughing because I'm agreeing. I, I totally agree. I feel exactly the same. Yeah, but I don't have the confidence you have to actually, I feel like if I wore a swimming suit on the beach, that would scream to everyone, I'm not confident enough to wear a bikini. So then I feel oh. myself try and wear the bikini because I feel like that's the normal thing to do. That's so, I've never thought of it like that. Yeah. That's so interesting. And I think it's wow. also, I think part of it's about, because a lot of the holidays I go on, so like when I went to Miami, it was like a girl's holiday where I knew one of them was one of my good friends from uni and a few of them were like girls I knew, but a few I didn't. There's some people I literally met at the airport. I'd never met them before. Um, and I went, similar, I went to Ibiza on a girl's holiday for someone's 30th and it was like, I knew a few of them, but a few I didn't know. And I think when you're in those situations where you're going to places where you know are just a bit like showy-offy, like I think there's a big difference between like just a nice holiday in France and Spain or somewhere in Europe on a nice beach and it's like cool. Whereas like Miami and Ibiza were just were like, you know, everyone, like people would have some, like people would wear swim things. I thought your tan lines are going to be horrendous. Like you're just trying to look good. You're not even like your tan lines are going to be just stress me out for the rest of the year. And Miami in particular, so many people had so much plastic surgery. It was just like, you were never going to compete. And actually I want to say something about Beachbody Ready because I remember one holidays I went on and I think one of the reasons why I particularly feel bad about my body sometimes it's like I've not had a kid and I feel like it's already a bit of a mess and I'd be with friends that I'd had kids and look better and I'd be like this is not fair 
But I went on one holiday and I remember thinking, God, she looks really good and she's had two kids. And one of them, I think, had one. And then afterwards, I found out that three of the women I'd been on had all had boob jobs. And so I was like, you're, you're, you're comparing yourself against things that like, aren't achievable because you've not had any cosmetic surgery. Uh, yeah, no, I, I totally do that with, with the kid thing. I'm like, oh my God, how is her body so amazing? I've not even started on that child path yet. And I'm still a bit wobbly and a bit stretch marky and a bit cellulite and all those things. But you know, it, I think it is an important conversation to have because that Miami thing, if I'd have done that at your age, would have been hell on earth for me as well. Like I, I think it would have really knocked my confidence. I'm trying to think if I've been anywhere that has been quite showy. I don't think I really have, unless I've just not, I acknowledged it as much, you know. Yeah. Um, I did actually lie about the bikini. I did wear one last year <laughs> when I went to Greece. And to be fair, I didn't look, I don't think, that great in it. No, I, I didn't look that great in it. I think my boobs looked okay, but apart from that, nothing else really did. But I just got to that point where I just really don't care. Like, I wanted to wear the bikini, and I was amongst, like, I went to a woman's retreat, so I was yeah. with other women women who were older which helped and we went on this boat and I was just like I'm just over it like I I am and I think also I don't know maybe with your knee and stuff you have a similar thing but because I had a car crash you're just so goddamn blessed to be in a body that works like you do just I think age just makes you a bit more humble. And of course you want to feel good because you want to like people, not necessarily to stare at you, but just to be like, oh, she looks nice. Or you want to feel good in what you wear, but it just gets that tipping point where you're just like, I am tired of wasting my energy on all of this. And yeah. Yeah, I think the thing that's funny, it's interesting since my knee. So I, as a teenager, I grew as quite fast at one point and I had quite bad stretch marks on the back of my like the back of my legs like mm. up, above and below like where my knee is and I remember like I just you couldn't you couldn't get me in a skirt for literally about five years unless I was playing I had a tennis dress I don't understand why I thought it was acceptable but for tennis I would wear my tennis dress and then if I was on stage they were the only two times you'd ever catch you see the back of my legs like because you were doing it for a purpose yeah you know like that's probably why yeah but other than that I literally like I wore trousers I would always wear always wear jeans always wore like I think I probably did wear shorts a tiny bit but like it'd have to be literally like heat wave you, you've got no choice like if I could cover my legs the back of my legs up I would just always do it and it was really interesting that now because I quite like my legs it's probably one of the bits that I'm like they're quite nice I get compliments on them I'm happy with them they're fine and now I've got a fat scar down the front of one of my knees and mm. I remember when it was first here I remember thinking oh that's really annoying because it was one of those parts like I'm really happy in a dress and I wear quite a short dress and be like I've got nice long legs like I'm five foot seven and a half like I'm fortunate um and actually now I think that scar bothers me much less than some stretch marks on the back of my leg I had as a teenager yet when I think in the comparison like that's much like much more visible so it is weird how like as you get older you do take things like I've managed to be like not let it affect me that much like I still wear everything I wore before but in when I think about it I think it should have bothered me probably more and like the old trail would have been bothered more 
Yeah, but isn't that evolution beautiful? And yeah, like, <laughs> I just hope that every woman like goes through that. I, because I have scoliosis, so my spine's curved, so I'm like wonky. Mm-hmm. And I, it's not that obvious, but you would notice it if you kind of, you know, saw me in something like a swimming costume or a bikini. And it, I just, I just never thought about it. Like, it's just, I think, I think I went through so many years of like, really criticizing my own body and like just comparing and you do I think you do, you get exhausted I think that's the easiest way of, of saying it you just get exhausted of like comparing yourself to women who have had plastic surgery but you don't realize or who have a personal trainer and that's why they have a beautiful body year after child or just have like better genes and metabolism <laughs> like, like I don't have a huge appetite and I'm curvy I am so curvy and there's not much I can do about that like it's not like I'm eating junk all day so I just have to accept it and just and just realize that life's a lot more than how many inches my waist is you know um but I think just in in terms of the stereotype of of beach body ready um you know I think obviously the media is a huge driving force behind that behind what we've deemed acceptable um we were saying that there was a cosmopolitan cover um i think it was last year with tess holiday who is a a plus-size model i'm not sure of her size i want to say 32 but i don't know if that's correct um but she's very i feel really uncomfortable saying this now i'm just going to be really raw here she's very large in my opinion um, to a point where I saw that cover and then my first thought, the first word that came to my head was unhealthy. Mm. And now a lot of women around me would disagree with me and I feel quite guilty for feeling this about another woman, especially after the conversation we've just had. But I do think there's a line that's crossed when it goes from empowering to dangerous. And the reason I say unhealthy is because of the pressures on the heart and like diabetes and just that physical freedom that you have when you have a, a, a more slender body. Um, and so it's a really important discussion to have because we're not just talking about being super skinny. No. You know, we're talking about the other kind of end as well, aren't we? And yeah. what, what, is, there, is there just a middle ground that's ideal for... Yeah. Or, I mean, I think we know as a country, and it's not just as a country, as the UK, like it's a, an epidemic that's taken on a lot of countries, that there is more and more people that are like clinically obese. You know, there is, we have a general trend that a lot of people, I think as a society, a lot of us are eating more, we've all got, a lot of people have a lot more access to food than they need. We all, a lot of people don't have necessarily lead a healthy lifestyle. Um, like I, I'm really honest that I think it's actually, you have to be really active like proactive I think nowadays to have an, an active lifestyle if that makes sense like mm. you know you I think most of the people I know that I would say are fairly healthy from a like physical position it's either because of their job like they're lucky that they're actually like a PT or that I've got friends that are dance teachers and stuff like that or they are actively having to be like no I'm I go for a run x amount of times a week I go to the gym like I've got friends I've made a new friend recently like she plays netball so she she knows she does a sport with people but you know I think if you're not careful the norm nowadays realistically is you can sit down all day in an office or like at your home kitchen table 
you can then sit down and read a book or watch TV and then you have dinner and you've got a fridge full of food and then you go to bed. And that sort of cycle means that now there's lots of people that are um, probably bigger than is healthy for them. And actually, it's quite, I recently had, um, we had, um, I did this test where they like, they put electrons, not electrons, some sort of electricity through your body to be able to look at your, not just your BMI, but like mm. your percentage of protein to water to fat. And I basically came back as everything was more fat than it should have been. Mm. <laughs> like everything. And I was like, I tried quite hard <laughs> and it's still, yeah, really, and it's still really difficult. So it just, it, but it really brought to me the fact that I was like, there is a, there is definitely a line between being like, okay, we don't want to be shaming women. And I definitely feel that there are, the pressures are too high. Like I think the standard of what we see in magazines and that, you know, I think Photoshop is literally just like the enemy of the world. Cause I think as much as even, you know, things have been Photoshopped, the fact is that feeds our brain and we think that's normal. And I, I feel like, yes, women shouldn't, should feel confident in their body and they should be able to wear whatever they want and love it. And one of the things I would like really like to say, I think for me, like has been really eye opening is, so I go to Notting Hill Carnival every year for bank holiday and it's a big Car- uh, like Caribbean carnival that happens in London and there are so many women that I think own their confidence on their body like they do they yeah, literally yeah, no matter yeah. what size they are they are wearing the most like like they cause some costumes are literally I'm like that is less than a bikini some of the costumes yeah but, but and they're and they're out there for like 15 hours and it doesn't matter if it's raining they're still out there and they're dancing the whole day and I think that's what you're saying about like I used to go in the changing rooms and be like the one that's hiding and you see all these other women that just don't they just own in their body and it is really refreshing mm. you know, to see people that are just like this is the size I am and I own it but I do think that there does need to be a slight line of where you're like am I still healthy well I think I was just thinking that when you were speaking we would never celebrate a woman who is anorexic because we know that that is unhealthy for that woman herself. Yeah. And so in the same way, I do believe that there's a certain weight and that I think that's subjective to every woman because everyone can handle a certain amount of weight that makes them still a healthy person. But there's a certain weight limit that starts to make our body become under stress and at danger of things that will damage our health so I think you know that's kind of the best way to to really see it um I do though believe in the confidence like you just said like I think you just get to the point where you just have to own it because you can either go go hating on yourself for the rest of your life or you can just surrender to the fact that this is what you've been given and it works and get on with it and that's easier said than done, but that's kind of what I ended up doing because I just got tired of hating my own body and judging it and comparing it and criticizing it. And actually, it's incredible. Like, it, it's the human body is the most amazing thing in the entire world. And the fact that it works, yeah, pretty much fully, <laughs> <laughs> is you know, you just have to be blessed, don't you, that, that that's it. And I think this is where I'd like to think we'll all get into. And I think for me, the most important thing is our next generation of daughters, whether ours or other people's, don't grow up in this world with a certain stereotypical beach body image in their head. Yeah. The, the term beach body will become irrelevant. 
it will become something that people don't understand what it means because it's just a body on a beach kind of thing, you know? Like, yeah. And I think I'd also like to say for people that don't feel that they're not entirely happy with their body and they're trying to improve it, it's also to try, like, you can be trying to make, you can be trying to make changes to your body, but also still trying to love what you, you've got. And I think mm. I've had a real active practice this year that's been like, yes, I like I'm really I have up to my game and about trying to eat better and um do more exercise. And as I said, like my BMI's been over for like I don't know how long. So I've been like, oh, I need to try and try at least to go down, even though I don't think it ever will fit in whatever our country says it's meant to. But I think I've also actively on the reverse also been trying to be like, but I'm trying to love my body like from a mental perspective as it is now. Cause I think actually what can happen is we go one way or the other, which is you either just love your body and then do nothing about it because you're just like, I'm yeah. great, I'm confident, I'm whatever. Or the people that are trying to change it, but then, but as a point, they, they end up hating their body, what they've got at that time. And actually, I'm like, the balance is like to try and stay healthy and to like live in your body as to the best of your ability. But also, if you do feel like you just don't have that confidence and your mind isn't necessarily in the right place about your body, to work on that at the same time. Yeah, no, and that's a really good point. It's kind of, yeah, not saying just to surrender if it doesn't make you happy and just be like, oh, I'm always going to be size 16, but that doesn't make me happy. Yeah. But it's to just, like you say, yeah, love it. Because I'd love to be more yeah. toned and lose a little bit of weight, but it's not, it's like totally down on the bottom of my list. Like, I think, again, it's about intention. Isn't it? My my intention, well, I don't mean like that, but I just mean my intention is to have a strong body so with that will come you know a, a more toned and, and kind of slender body but it's not something that if I never achieved would be like the end of the world for me but it's something that would be really nice to have it would just it would just yeah improve my confidence a little bit in certain clothes and but the big thing for me is I want to be stronger like yeah. the older we get I think the more aware that you know, we become weaker in our core, in our muscles, in our bones. And if we can do whatever we can now to kind of get a really good foundation, then, you know, that, that's a good thing to do. So I was laughing not at you, Verity, but just because you were saying about, oh, I'd like to be, I don't know what you said. It just reminded, oh, it's the bottom of my list. It just reminded me. So um, a few weeks ago, there's a post by the Ambition Plan. And it had a t-shirt that said she was focused on personal growth, business growth and booty growth. And yeah. I... And I wrote back being like working on the first two, not really bothered about the third. <laughs> and the response, but the response was like, oh, there must be so many women out there that are jealous. And I was like, no, like I really do not have a good bum, but I'm really not bothered about it. And yeah, I, it's, really, yeah. it's really interesting for me going to the gym that like, I feel like having a good bum is, is definitely like, you know how we go through trends of what we believe is a good body. And Mm. bum in recent years has become a real big focus and I see women in the gym that I'm like that is an area that they're focusing on whereas for <laughs> yeah. me it's just not I'm literally just like I'm just don't care like, I'm not saying it's great but it's just I don't I'm not bothered about it so that's why I was just laughing because I thought yeah like that's definitely the bottom of my list <laughs> I love that what is it beauty ambition was it beauty and so, um, personal growth business growth booty growth beauty growth <laughs> Oh gosh, I don't need any booty growth. Mine's wide enough as it is. I think I'm done. <laughs> I've had my fair share of booty for this lifetime. Um, but yeah, like again, if there's any women out there who, you know, we've sparked something in you 
Um, I know some of the things we've talked about may be a little bit controversial, but this is the beauty of having a safe space to have these conversations. You know, we want to be honest with you. We want to be raw with you. We want you to think about your views and opinions on these subjects because it's really important that, you know, we can grow and evolve together. So if there's anything that sparks something within you, uh, you know where you can contact us. Um, so get in touch and let us know your thoughts. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Free and Figuring It Out. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next installment. And if you want to be a superstar, please leave us a review. Or you can get in touch with us. Drop us an email at freeandfiguringitout at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time.